and welcome to the Bikers Church Midrand Podcast. It's great to have you join us for this week's episode. We hope that you find this valuable for your daily life. Good morning, welcome and thank you for joining us this morning. Now, I'm willing to venture a guess that somewhere during lockdown, you found yourself starving. And I'm not talking about starving in the conventional sense of the word, but maybe you're starving for other things in life. Like maybe you were starving to just be able to get out of your house, just just be able to get out of the environment that you'd been in for so long. Maybe you're just starving to to go and sit at a at a coffee shop uh, just to be able to get away from the hustle and bustle and all the, 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 the noises surrounding your own home and your own yard. Or maybe you were starving to get into a coffee shop just so that you could have some noise and not just this complete silence of home. Maybe you were just really starving for good conversation, for a good visit. You know what I'm talking about. But just as we were possibly starving in certain areas during this time, I think it's also true to say that we were also fed during this time. And I'm convinced that this is true of everyone watching this today, that we were fed every single negative piece of news (laughs) or information that was released. Whether it was on the news, whether it was on social media, whether it was in conversations. But let's be honest, even now, uh, during this time, we are still being fed so much negativity uh, from all sorts of different sources. Now, I believe that we should embrace both. Of these. We should embrace the starving and we should embrace the feeding. We just need to get specific with what we're starving and with what we're feeding. You see, if we pay attention, I believe that it's true that we are living in a society that is, it's almost like it's hardwired to to feed our fears and to starve our faith. Uh, that's, that's very much the feel as we, as we look across media, as we look across, um, we, 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 we look across different platforms that we engage with on a daily basis, whether it's a billboard or a, or a, a sign on a lamppost or a conversation that we, we've, we've been having. But predominantly, Everything seems to just be geared up to be starving our faith and feeding our fears. And I think it's important that we recognize it. I think we need to recognize it. And then I believe we need to address it. How do I recognize this? There's an old story that that talks about a man walking two dogs down the street Another man comes and engages with him and says, hey man, beautiful dogs. As he looks at the dogs, he says, um, so which one's going to grow the biggest? 
The man looks at him and he says, whichever one I feed the most. And I believe that when it comes to our fear and it comes to our faith, the same applies, the same is true. Whatever we feed the most will grow the biggest. And I think it's a great question for you and for me right now is to be asking ourselves in our lives right now, what's the biggest? My fear or my faith? Because that will also imply to me, what have I been feeding and what have I been starving? Then we need to address it. We need to address this. How do we address this? We go counterculture. That's how we address this. We don't, we don't starve our faith and feed our fear. No. We need to starve our fears. And we need to feed our faith. At the start of lockdown, I, I, I used a portion of scripture to kind of get us into this time of uncertainty and, and, and everything that we've been dealing with. And it's essentially this, this letter that the Apostle Paul wrote to a young man by the name of Timothy, who's just got into ministry. And... Um, I can only imagine that Timothy at the time would have felt some pretty serious anxiety as he's about to launch into this, 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 this new world of, of going out and, and, and trying to engage with people with the gospel of Jesus Christ. Um, how do I know it's intimidating? Because I found myself there starting off fresh, felt absolutely ill-equipped. <laughs> But stepping into that world, desperate to go and engage with people with the love of Jesus. And as Timothy's about to step into the space, Paul writes in this letter. And in, in 2 Timothy 1 verse 7, this is what Paul says to him. He says that God has not given you a spirit of fear. God has not given you a spirit of fear. And I think to just stop there for a moment and for us to, to recognize the truth of, of what Paul's saying there. That God has not given us a spirit of fear. So what he's saying is that this, this thing of fear, it's not of God. It, it's not birthed of God. It doesn't come from God. Like any fear or anxiety in our lives, man, that's not of God. He doesn't put it in us. He carries on. He says, God's not given you a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. So immediately I see that there's this contrast there that Paul's painting for Timothy. He's, he's saying, this is not from God, this, this fear. But this, this is what God does give us. He gives us his power. He strengthens us. He gives us his love. And he gives us a sound mind. And here we are left with this choice. We're, we're, we're left with this choice to either pursue this thing that's not of God, that He's not given us, or to pursue this life that He has given us, this life of power and love and of a sound mind. Not just did Paul speak into this, but Jesus spoke into this. 
There's this moment where, where Jesus is um, again getting into a boat with his disciples. And at this point, just leveling with you, um, I, I would be getting nervous whenever, uh, if I was a disciple of Jesus and we ever got close to a boat. Um, because there were certain things that were guaranteed to happen when we got close to a boat. Number one, the wind was going to blow like a storm is coming. <laughs> and secondly, it's going to be followed up with a really, really uncomfortable question and answer session afterwards. Um, but here they find themselves in this, in this boat, in a storm. But Jesus, as they got into the boat, he goes and it says he takes a nap. He goes and he sleeps. And the wind blows and the storm grows. The disciples get freaked out. And essentially, they look over at Jesus sleeping. They walk up to him. They wake him up. And as they wake him up, he looks around. He speaks to the wind. He speaks to the waves. He calms them both. Peace. Be still. And then he turns around and asks the question. And the question in this instance was found in Luke chapter 8 verses 25 where he looks at them and he just says, where's your faith? Where's your faith? And I wonder today, when the wind blows and the storm grows, where's your faith? What am I saying? What is your faith anchored in? What, what, is, what is your faith firmly rooted and planted in? Is your faith anchored and planted in yourself? In your, 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 the work of your hands? Like your, your abilities, your, your, your giftings, your talents, like the things that you're good at? Uh, maybe, your, maybe your faith is, is anchored in the fact that, that you have the ability to generate good money. Uh, maybe your faith is anchored in an economy that you've invested your money into. Maybe your faith is anchored in the security of your job. Well, I believe COVID-19 came and poked a couple of massive gaping holes in any of those anchors. Maybe your faith is in Jesus. Maybe your faith is in God. It was John, the, like the, the best friend of Jesus who was in the boat in that moment with Jesus, with the rest of the disciples, that, that describes Jesus as love and not just love like he loves people. No, John describes him as he is love. It's not something he does, it's who he is. And he doesn't describe him as love, but he describes him as perfect love. And in 1 John chapter 4, verse, verse 18, John goes on to say to us that, that this love being Jesus has no fear because perfect love being Jesus casts out all fear. In the NLT it says perfect love expels 
all fear. Now, I'll, I know all about being expelled. <laughs> it means you're not welcome anymore. It means you're not, you don't have entrance. You don't have access anymore. And it's so beautiful for me that, that what John's saying is that, that when Jesus is present... When Jesus is there, when we, when we make Jesus, this perfect love, our anchor, that this fear is not welcome, this fear does not get access anymore. What an incredible thought for you and for me in those moments where the wind blows. What John is saying here is he's saying, man, uh, this is not a theory to me. No, I experienced this. I experienced this moment. I experienced this man. And this man, this Jesus, is worth anchoring your faith to. So we need to, we need to starve our fears. We need to feed our faith. What do we mean by starve? Practically speaking, man, in order for me to starve my fears, it, it, I've figured out that there's certain things that I need to stay away from, especially when it comes to food, right? Like the, the only way that I can starve myself of that stuff is stay away from it, right? So when we're starving ourselves from things that, that would perpetuate fear in our lives, it means that we need to stay away from certain things in our lives. You may be in a space where, where you need to stay away from, from certain negative elements in your life. You may need to stay away from, from certain negative news platforms or social media platforms. M maybe just for a time you need to cut it out. Am I saying that you should like eradicate it permanently in your life? No. No, you need to starve your fears. So stay away from it long enough to starve your fears if that's what's causing fear. We may need to, to, to stay away from negative conversations, negative, negative relationships, negative people for a time period. Now, I need to make something exceptionally clear here. If that negative relationship or negative person is your spouse, you need to do the opposite. You cannot stay clear of them. You cannot run from them. No, you need to address it. You need to have a conversation around it. And it may mean that you need to invite someone in to your relationship to come and just facilitate that conversation. And ladies and gentlemen, don't choose someone who will agree with you and disagree with your spouse. No. No, engage with someone who's going to tell you the truth, who's going to love you enough to help you effectively through this process. But as far as starving your fears are concerned, there are certain negative elements that you may need to just shut down and stay away from for a time period. But here's the bottom line is that I can't just starve my fears and leave this void. No, the void will be filled with something. We need to choose what we fill it with. And that's why it's so important for us to feed our faith. What do I mean by feed? I mean, I mean gravitate towards, you know, when I think of feeding, I'm thinking of putting something in. I, I, need, to, I need to put Jesus in. I need, I need to get God and His heart and His, His truth for my life. I need to get it into me. Feed myself with that so that I can feed my faith 
for the future. I need to gravitate towards things. We need to gravitate towards things that prepare us spiritually, mentally, emotionally, and physically to be able to sleep when the wind blows. Now, I know that sounded very Mr. Miyagi or Yoda. I get it. But I'm going to repeat it and then I'm going to tell you a story and it'll make sense, I promise. We need to gravitate towards things that prepare us spiritually, mentally, emotionally, physically to be able to sleep when the wind blows. There's a story of this farmer who, who had um, acquired this land on, on the Atlantic Ocean. And, uh, and because of the, of the positioning of this farm, the, the storms would blow in off the sea all the time and, and it would be absolutely wild. It would cause a lot of damage and people were actually in fear of their own safety. So it was exceptionally hard for this farmer to get farmhands to come and assist him with farming. One day uh, he puts out another ad and someone responds, a farmhand responds and, and comes and he's like, um, I'm here for the job. <laughs> and the farmer looks at this farmhand and, 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 and here's this guy and he's like this scrawny, short, small little man. And this farmer is thinking, oh, couldn't I have got someone bigger, man? But this guy's arrived. So the farmer just asks him a, a, a very simple question. He just says, are you a good farmhand? And the little man <laughs> responds to him. And he responds to him like this. He says, well, I can sleep when the wind blows. And that's his answer. Not having much to work with, the farmer just hires him because he's the only guy who really applied. But he's grateful that he, that he hired him because as time goes by, he realizes this guy works from morning to night. He's a hard worker. He, he gets his back into it and he's a trustworthy guy. Well, one night the farmer's sleeping and he hears these gusts of wind coming in. He starts hearing this wind blow and he realizes a storm is coming off the sea. And uh, they better prepare for it. So the farmer jumps up out of his bed, runs out to the, to the farmhand's um, accommodation. And he goes and he wakes him up. He's like, come, you got to get up. The, the wind's blowing, the storm's coming. We got to prepare for the storm. And this farmhand looks at the farmer, <laughs> shrugs him off, rolls over and says very firmly, no, I sleep when the wind blows goes back to sleep. Farmer's furious. Farmer's absolutely enraged. Thinking of firing the guy on the spot, he just turns around, heads out so that he can ensure that he goes and ties everything down. And as he gets outside, he sees why the farmhand can sleep while the wind blows. Because when he gets out there, he realizes that all the haystacks have been covered and tied down. All the cows have been put away in the barn. All the chickens have been put in the coops. All the, the doors have been barred. All the shutters and windows have been closed and latched. And everything that needed to be tied down has been tied down. 
and all the preparation that needed to be done for this wind and for this storm had been done. And that is why this farmhand could sleep while the wind blows. And the farmer turns around, goes home, gets in his bed, and he could then also sleep while the wind blows. And as we think of the story, what it's really telling us is that when we prepare in advance, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, physically, then we do not have to fear in those moments when the wind blows. That when we meet with God day in and day out, when we're engaging with Him, talking to Him, reading His Word, that as we engage with Him and, and prepare ourselves, then when the storm comes, we don't have to be afraid. All we need to do is feed our faith in Him. I wonder today, what do you need to do to be able to sleep while the wind blows? In other words, what's your next step? What's your next step? Do you need to starve your fears? Do you need to feed your faith? Maybe you, you need to start with just starving your fears. Maybe, maybe there's certain things that you just need to say no to right now. Maybe there's certain things that you need to cut out. Maybe there's certain things that you just need to stay away from. Certain conversations, certain platforms, just shut them down just for a time period so that you can starve that fear. Each time it wants to come up, you just shut it down. I'm not, I'm not stepping into that space anymore. I'm not engaging there anymore. I'm choosing to starve my fears. And I encourage you to do just that. Switch off what needs to be switched off. Shut down what needs to be shut down. Maybe you need to change the password of your social media account. Give it to your spouse and say, hey, when I start acting like I'm not this fearful wreck anymore, you can give me my password back. Um, set a new password. Uh, maybe you need to just do these things in order to just starve your fear during this time. But I want to encourage you, don't just starve your fear. Feed your faith. And you may be in a place where you've been starving your fear for a while, but it has been that void and the, the fear is kind of creeping back now from other elements. And you're realizing you need to feed your faith. Then I want to encourage you, feed your faith. Feed your faith. It was the prophet Isaiah. The prophet Isaiah who said it this way. He said, talking about God, he says, he says you will keep in perfect peace all who trust in you. You will keep in perfect peace all who trust in you. You see, when we feed our faith, God keeps us in His perfect peace. When I feed my faith, I live in God's perfect peace. Does it mean that trouble disappears? Does it mean that all this stuff just disappears? No. It just means that I've anchored my faith to the Jesus who calms the storm around me. 
So I wonder where you're at today. Where are you at today? Maybe today you need to go, Lord, I want to say no to the stuff that's not from you. And I want to say yes to the stuff that's from you. I want to say no to this fear that's not from you. And Lord, I'm wanting to say yes. I'm wanting to say yes to this power, to this love, to this sound mind that is from you. Lord, no more fear for me. No more fear for me. Will you please give me your power? Will you strengthen me daily? Lord, will, will, will you fill me with your love so I can treat others with your love and in that way also do away with all kinds of other fears in their lives? And Lord, will you give me your sound mind so that just like that little farmhand, or even more importantly, so that even just like Jesus in the boat, I too can sleep while the wind is blowing. Let's pray. Father God, we thank you, Lord. We thank you for the truth of your word, Lord. We thank you for, for what you desire to see happen in our lives, Lord. Lord, I thank you that fear is not from you. Lord, that when we engage with fear, Lord, and when fear creeps up and when fear wants to come and dominate our thought processes, Lord, that we can remind ourselves <laughs> and that we can remind the fear that's wanting to creep through the door that that fear is not from you. Lord, and that in that moment, we can turn to Jesus, that we can turn to you, Lord, and that we can firmly anchor ourselves in you, that we can turn to you and say, Lord, you've not given me the spirit of fear, but Lord, you have given me your power, you have given me your love, and you have given me a sound mind. And I thank you that you come and fill me with that right now. And if you're at home and if you're just engaging with this prayer, I want to encourage you to pray that right now. If this is a place where you're struggling, Lord, I thank you that you've not given me a spirit of fear, but that you've given me your power, your love, and that you've given me a sound mind. And Father God, I thank you that you come and keep us in your perfect peace as we fix our thoughts on you. I thank you that you strengthen people this week with your power, your love, and with that sound mind. And we pray it all in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much for joining us this week. It's always good to connect with you. Um, I want to encourage you to Reach out if you need to talk to someone. I want to encourage you to reach out and on, on social media. You can connect with us on Facebook, Instagram. Uh, you can also go onto our YouTube channel and connect with us there. Uh, all of them, Bikers Church Midrand, we'd love to engage with you. Uh, beyond that, we trust that you have an incredible week. And remember, God's given you a spirit of power and love and a sound mind. Have a great week. Cheers. We trust that you found this message valuable. For more information on who we are or how you can get involved, please check out our website at bikerschurchmidrand.co.za or connect with us through social media on Facebook or Instagram. 
Beyond that, have a great day.